All things are possible for me. All things are possible for me. I recognize, I recognize that it's not by my might. Nor by my power. But by your spirit. Working mightily in me. Which I overcome. Any adversity. I may face on our journey. I am not afraid. Of what sickness can do to me. Because by your stripes. I am healed. I am not afraid. Of financial lack. Because all, my needs are met, because all my needs are met, according to your riches and glory, therefore, I live out of your pockets, and not mine. And, not mine. and I cannot be overcome by depression, because you have gifted me, you have gifted me with your peace, with your peace that, passes that passes all understanding, and you won't take it back. The Bible says, he that dwells, in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. A thousand may fall by my side and ten thousand by my right hand, but it will not come near me. There shall no evil befall me, neither shall any plague come near my dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over me. To keep me in all my ways. I said my ways has been a mistake the whole time. <laughs> I am an overcomer. Because you overcame. And I cannot be stopped. And I won't be stopped. I love you Lord. Because you're a great great father. And a father to the fatherless. And no one. No one has to go farther. Has to go All right, you give a little, give a big hand, and y'all get back. All right, all right, y'all can sit down, sit down, sit down, sit down. I see him. Look at here, man. I'm, I was up and waiting on y'all, man. Y'all came. All right, look here, y'all give a hand to my new brothers here. Yeah, you got to do better than that. Woo! You don't know the story. You don't know the story. Man, I appreciate y'all coming. I'm, I guarantee you, life changing, life changing course. We we'll get some good stuff this morning. All right, so we're gonna continue down the course of we're gonna continue down the course of being qualified to be devoured and take a little a little detour, take a shift along the way. So what we're gonna do is number one, I'm gonna go over the four points. Now, in life, we qualify. We want to be qualified for a lot of things, right? If it's any benefits that we're going to get, we want to be qualified. If there's, hold on a second. If there's something to benefit from the situation, we want to be qualified for it, right? All right, but if in some bad situations, we don't, we don't want to be qualified for it, all right? So this is a list of things that we don't want. This is one thing that we don't want to be qualified for. We don't want to be qualified to be devoured. All right. So the, the, the list, there's four points in here of things that qualify you to be devoured. And we're going we're gonna to look at the, the word devour and the concept of being devoured in just a second. But the first thing is thinking of yourself more highly than you ought or pride. Right. The first thing is thinking of yourself more highly than you ought or pride. So 
you have to understand and be in the opposite of pride is humility. Right? You have to understand that you, you listen, you, though you may know a bunch, you don't know it all, especially when you enter into a field or a place where somebody else uh, may have more knowledge than you, then you want to make sure you humble yourself and allow, you know, allow them to lead. Right? If you think you know everything, you can't win like that. Anybody ever been around somebody like that? Mm. Yep. They just know everything. Right? You, you know, look, here, you, listen, when I take my car to the mechanic, I don't tell the dude how to fix it. Some people tell the dude how to fix the car. Like, you ain't no mechanic, why you bring the car to me if you can fix it yourself? That makes sense? And so, now nah, you don't want to be that dude. Now, some of y'all in here ain't saying nothing because you might be that person. <laughs> you may be that person, take your, your car over to the, to the mechanic, and then you start telling him, he telling you, look, I think, uh, you know what I'm saying, we need a new radiator. He said, no, no, because when I did this, and my daddy told me this, 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 and then the mechanic said, well, what, is your, is your daddy a mechanic? No, no, my daddy, he, he ain't no mechanic. My daddy, he, he, he worked at a bakery. Oh, my God. Let me leave that alone. Let me leave that alone. Start messing with people's daddies and they get mad. Right? But if your daddy don't know how to work on cars, don't, don't, yeah, you get the point. The point number two is that you don't study the scriptures and by default, you refuse to renew your mind. Don't study the scriptures and by default, you refuse to renew your mind, right? So you need to study the scripture. You need, to, you need to read your Bible. You need to pray. And so when you don't do that, by default, that means automatically, that means without you even thinking about it, you say, well, I didn't mean to. Well, you mean to, right? It happens when you don't, when you don't read, then you put yourself in a position to be devoured because Satan knows the Bible. We've been around longer than you. That don't mean that he obeyed. it. That don't mean that he likes it, but he knows what's in there. And you're at a disadvantage because you don't even know what's in there. Right. Point number three, still playing around with sin puts you in a position to be devoured. Point number three, still playing around with sin. Put yourself in situations to where it uh, positions you to be defiled or unclean. That means environments, what you're watching, what you're looking at, this, that, and the other, who you're around, right? Environments speak big, man. Environments are huge, right? Let me tell you, I'm going to stop a second and talk about environments. And I was talking to, this, talking to my kids about this the other day, but listen, the Bible says that, that we can do all things through Christ who gives us the strength to do it. He said we can do all things. He said if you believe, all things are possible to him that believes. Right, so we find ourselves in situations, situations where we have relationships with people and we have alliances with people and those people have expectations of who you've always been. That makes sense? They have expectations of who you've always been or who you presented yourself to be to them. They got expectations. And so there's like a, 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 a gravitational pull. Right, there's a pull between you and them because it's an unspoken thing of that you are, me and you, we got in our relationship, it's like this and like that. Right. And when you start to say, I'm going to make some different moves, right? Well, understand that the relationship, watch this, it was glued together. The relationship was glued together by expectation between you and the person. All right, so, so let me give it to you like this. So let's say you, the people you used to hang out with, you know, the relationship. I had some dudes I just used to drink with. That's what we did. When I got off work on Friday, I rolled over to my cousin's house. 
or whatever. The, the, it was the same drill. It was routine. Somebody stopped at the liquor store, got the drinks or whatever. My other friend named Derek, he never bought no liquor. He always drank up all the liquor but didn't buy none. That's how it went. Every week we go over there, we stay, and then we might decide we're going to go out. We usually went out on Saturdays or Sunday, something like that. But it was routine. So then, now watch this. So then when you start to act different, right, when I say, hey, I remember when I first started talking to them about uh, making my first, first, having my first desire to make movies. It wasn't even, y'all thought I was going to say God, right? But it was my desire to make movies. And so they, instantly, they, they mind couldn't go down. But my mind did. I didn't have no, 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 nothing on me stopping that said, hey, look, you can't do this. So I didn't do it for many years later. But, but it, 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 it shifted the relationship because my interests changed and their expectations, and it kind of like got all jumbled up. Now, when you got saved, it was the same way, right? You used to hanging out with people, doing this and that with them, and so now you say you're going to go follow God, right? Don't trip out when they start acting different, right? Because you start acting different. Right. Not that I feel like I'm better than you, but I'm fixing to pursue something else. We understand that with God, watch this, we understand with God, there is no conditional love. His love is unconditional. Right? But we be lying to our friends and our people talking about, it's all love. <laughs> it's not all love. It's, it's a relationship of it's a relationship of things that you, you probably got in common. That's right? right? You, you got stuff in common with them. So it's conditional. As long as we got these things in common, it's all love. Right? But when we stop having stuff in common, it ain't all love no more. I'm going to tell you this. One of the things that I saw in my life, and I, always, I, I, I saw it real quick and I respected it. But if it was a bunch of dudes hanging out together and one of them got a girlfriend, right, then some of the dudes would be like, they start, they start hating on the dude because he got a girlfriend. But bro, you know what I'm saying? That's my friend. If it's all love and this girl make you happy, then I'm happy for you. Right. That makes sense? If it's all love and this girl make you happy, then I'm happy for you. Right? But some dudes like find any kind of reason to talk about the dude, girl, you know, this, that, and the other. He this, he soft, he switched it up, he changed. Well, yeah, it's his life. Yeah, yeah. But remember what you said? It's all love. But it's not all love. It's convinced. It's, you, you had friends with certain people that you work with. Right? While you was at the job, y'all went to lunch every, every day together. You know what I mean? Y'all told each other the secrets or whatever. That was your, that's really, that's your work friend. You thought it was more than that. But that's your work friend. And so what happened when they lose a job and you start talking about why you don't, why you don't call me? I never did really call you like that. <laughs> Think about it. I see you at work every day. That's why we kicked it. I called you to punch in for me when I was running late. <laughs> but I'm not punching in no more. I'm not punching it at that job. <laughs> right? So, so listen, so there's this gravitational pull, right, that we can get sometime when we say, hey, I'm finna, especially when you start talking about doing better. When you say, I'm finna make moves to do better, that's just pull from the people that you was close to. But you got to be smart enough to understand that you got to make the right decision for you. Because let me flip it on you. How many of you have been in a, let's say you got in a bad relationship with a, with a person, girls, guy, guy, girl. That's the only kind of relationships that we, we push around here. Mm -hmm. 
<laughs> we don't really push no other ones around here. No, no offense to people in other relationships. We still love you. Let me look at the camera. We still love you. We just don't push them kind of relationships. We still love you, though. Right? So, so uh, you get in this toxic relationship, and you're like, man, this, 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 this got me really unhappy. Like, you know what I mean? I ain't, I ain't really happy. You know, she's kind of crazy. You know what I mean? She do some wild and crazy stuff. Yeah. I'm gonna get to the I'm gonna get to the I'm gonna get to the dude. Just give me a second. Y'all give me a second. Fall back and give me a second. So so really, but really do be the women that be crazy most times. Most times. Most times. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. So listen, anyway, anyway, so so you know, she grabbing my phone, going through my text messages, all in my, my Facebook messages, going through my stuff. You know, as a matter of fact, I'm sure that when I woke up to go to the bathroom two or three times and looked out the window, I saw her car sitting out there <laughs> with a little bit of light, flashlight on her phone trying to see inside my house. I've been missing my mail, coming here open, right? You know, so you know the relationship ain't good for you, right? But you, you, you like, but I just can't hurt his feelings. I just can't hurt his feelings. But then give it two weeks. And they come talking to you to my look, I need to talk to you. This ain't working for me no more. Now it wasn't working for you two weeks ago. But you talking about how you don't want to hurt their feelings. But now it ain't working for for them two weeks later, and they coming at you with that game. A whole lot faster and a whole lot stronger. They want to make a change. Right? So understand something. There's expectation, there's a gravitational pull. Now, you know, and I talk about gravitational pull, that's probably not the best word to describe it, but everybody has seen the pictures of the rocket taking off, right? You've seen the pictures of the rocket taking off. So the rocket, do you understand how much fuel and how much power? That's why all the fire and fame, flames and heat and all that stuff is underneath that rocket because it takes that much pressure to release and to get that thing off the ground and flying. It's the same way when you find yourself in a situation where you're connected to somebody, whether, they, whether it's somebody that you used to sin with or somebody that just don't want to go no higher in life. It's the same way it takes energy to push away. It takes energy to push away. So you're still, listen, you're still playing around with sin or you're still playing around with things that won't allow you to ascend to the heights that God wants you to ascend to. And you say, just because it's hard, just because it's difficult, yeah, it's hard, and yeah, it's difficult, it's human nature, it's a, it's a phenomenon of life. It's hard, right? So you have, to, you have to expect that it's hard, and you have to put that extra work in to detach yourself from the situation, because if you don't, you're going to be stuck in that spot that's causing you to be unfruitful, and sometimes it's causing you to be devoured. Now let's look at something right here. And I had a conversation with somebody this morning, and they, I was telling them what I was talking about, and they actually brought this to my attention. And understand, everybody's seen them lying videos, right, on, on reels that I stopped watching. I told you I stopped watching the reels. <laughs> they were taking up too much of my time. But we've seen YouTube, the, the videos, right, to where the lion kicks up with the animal, right, and they grab the animal, and then what does it do? It just go on the ground, it just... Oh, it's just a bit on it. It might be three or four of them. 
and then you watch it, so they fighting, and before long, the thing bleeding. So the life, the Bible says the life of the creature is in the blood. Right? right? So life is escaping from the person in the process of being devoured. Right. So, so listen, the, the, the flesh is being ripped away. The flesh is taking a beat, and it's pain in the process of being devoured. Yeah, that's good. You understand where I'm coming from? It's pain. When, when, you, when you continue to think of yourself more hollow than you are, think that you know everything, you can't be taught, especially in a spiritual environment, well, you got spiritual leaders trying to help you to progress. When you put yourself in a position where you think that you know more and you can't be taught, you don't submit, church attendance is not important, reading your Bible is not important, you know, worship is not important. When, when you don't study the scriptures and by default refuse to renew your mind, when you're still playing around with sin, when you have a form of godliness and deny the power thereof, you're putting yourself in a situation to experience pain. Pain. Because the devour, in the devouring, it's pain. In the devouring, it's pain. Listen, when at your job, let's give you an example. They tell you, say, look here, uh, uh, Johnny or Susie, right? You keep showing up late over here, you're going to lose your job, right? What we're going to do is we're going to put you, we're going to give you a, what they say, a verb, right? Before we breeze you, we're going to give you a verb, right? So, so, so we're going to give you a verbal, and the next time it's going to be a written, and then the next time after that, we're going to have to get rid of you. Right? And so what happens? So when you put yourself in a situation where you don't do what they say, you put yourself in a position to be devoured. Right? Yeah. right? By, and who? who? It's by your own disobedience. That's right. And so you come in there on that third time, and they talking about, hey, look here, you know, uh, Rudy going to escort you to the front door. You know, grab your tennis shoes, leave all the shirts in the locker or whatever, and Rudy finna escort you. But what, but what happened? Look at it. I'm not going to be able to pay my bills. Your disobedience puts you in a position where you're going to be devoured. And we always listen. Let me tell you something. Uh, one thing that happens when, we, when, when the devouring starts and the flesh starts to be in pain, right? Because not only does it rip away the flesh, but it's crushing the bones. Yeah. Ah, the, that, that lion jaw. Ah. Bones popping and crushing. You ever see the little thing just sitting there and came over? Twitching. <laughs> the lion was just twitching. And the lions, that's the process. That's how the process of being devoured goes. Yeah. And then that little animal just thinking that I was in the wrong place, maybe at the wrong time. They told me to speed up and get in the front, but I just want to be in the back. Life is oozing out. The animal's still breathing, but life is oozing out. Yeah. And that's what happened in the process when you, when you put yourself in a position to be devout. You're still alive, but your quality of life is, is not that high, it's low. Yeah. You're still alive, but you're in pain, and life ain't what you want it to be. Because you put yourself in a position to qualify to be devout. We have to be mindful of these things. And so playing around with sin, number three, is one thing that'll do that for you. Playing around with sin is disobedience. Because the Bible tells you how you're supposed to act and how you're supposed to behave. 
But you know everything. And sometimes you know better than God. This is, I'm not really going to get in trouble. We, we have been watching these. Uh, I like to watch this show called American Greed. And we was watching a couple other shows. One's about this young lady who started a company. And her, her little invention. See how, hand, see how I work everything around me? See how I work it? Her invention was a box that when you took one drop of blood, you, should, you, you can put it, the sample of blood into this box, and it'll tell you uh, over 200 different diseases with one drop of blood right. from this machine that she says she had. So she raised the money, one of the family friends gave her the first money, uh, gave her the first million to get the company started. Some of y'all right now, you can't even think about having a million dollars. Because don't nobody around you got a million dollars. So it's the farthest thing from your mind that you could ever live in, in, in a situation like that. That's that gravitation pull. Because of your circle. And it takes, it takes pressure. It takes energy to disconnect from that. So am I not going to have better because my people around me don't want to have better? No, you got to make up your mind. You know, and know it's going to be some hating done, but you got to make up your mind what you want. So this girl, she creates this thing, and, and she, what she did is she lied. She said that it would do this amazing thing. Now, wouldn't you invest in something like that? If it could, one drop of blood, 200 diseases, going to predict cancer. You talking about how it would have rolled during COVID. Yeah. Yeah. One drop of blood, right? Instead of them running that thing all up in your brain. Right? So she lied. And the girl became a billionaire off of this thing. Right? right? She was hiding the truth. She was deceiving. She was lying. And so what was happening, she even got a, a deal with Walgreens. It was called, a company was called Theranos. And so supposedly you go in and you drop this specimen at the Walgreens, and the Walgreens people, in a, a certain amount of time, they're going to be able to tell you what you got, what you're working with, what's going on. But what they were doing, they was taking the samples and FedExing the samples. They, they was FedExing the samples out to their place, and she had her, her mysterious box that nobody could see it. You couldn't, you couldn't it, was, it was top security, you can't see the box. <laughs> Mister, you can't look at it. It's one of them rooms at the hospital, you can't look at the box. <laughs> and so what was happening was, they was, she actually had some Siemens machines in there. That Siemens is a brand that does medical and machinery or whatever. So they was using these machines to diagnose what the problem of the people were in the special room where you couldn't see. Now she's doing interviews with Bill Clinton. Her board is a who's who of everybody. But they were all older guys who had very little understanding of technology. But they did understand that when you see something, if this girl, this girl saying this thing work, we can get richer. So she got the money, so I come in and invest with 125 million, 100 million. People just dumping money into this thing. But she was lying. She was lying. And so she rolled for a minute, but then the FBI came through the door. We need to seize records. We shutting the place down. You lying, girl. Well, what did she do? She looked like she was winning. But she put herself in a situation where she was qualified to be devout. Yeah. Listen, with sin, the Bible says in the book of James, 
It says that you can win with sin for a little while, but it says that that lust gives birth to sin and sin, when it get finished, it brings death. So listen, I can, I can, I can in the world, what do we know of in the world right now? Thanks to our, 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 our rap friends. We know that, that, you know, we can carry bricks and stacks of money if we sell narcotics. Right, they put, us in, put it in all the songs. They dance along while they got the money right there. <laughs> right? And they, they rap about how to move all this weight, this and the other. Right? Our rap friends have told us that. But then, we, we, if, you, if you keep up, see, I know this because I, I got Vlad TV on Instagram. I know everything. Vlad yeah. <laughs> to tell you everything. So then, we, I keep, uh, what I keep noticing on new to Vlad is I keep noticing that. Little somebody get shot every week. Little somebody get shot every week. Every week, little somebody get shot. I'm like, crap. They're losing a lot of little people. <laughs> They're losing a lot of little people. But it looked like I'm winning because their chains is bigger than mine. They got more diamonds than mine. They got more uh, Instagram followers than I do. Winning. You keep playing around with sin, even though it may look like you're winning everybody else. Yeah. It's a lot. There's a lot. Let's go over to Romans chapter 7, the last verse. And then we're going to look at the, I believe it's the beginning verse of uh, chapter 8. Let's look at this. See, I told you, like I told y'all last week, people got mindsets about church, they got mindsets about God. Church is for losers. We ain't got a whole bunch of little people up in here getting shot. <laughs> but we got people up in here coming up on money. Yep. Romans chapter 7. So again, like I said, man, it ain't that we hating on them. We just, we just make, use a little humor to point out something that's true that's going on. For me, I told y'all it was Scarface. Why Scarface, man? Tony Montana. He said, first... Who, what did he say you had to do first? First you get the money. Right? Then you get the what? And then you get the women. See, Tony Montana talked. A guy, watch this. You're talking about not being true, not being real. A guy, a guy whose favorite thing to do is Broadway plays. Shakespearean type plays. Did you know that that's Sylvester Stallone's favorite thing to do? He likes to put on them period piece clothes and go around talking like with like Hamlet and these and thou's and that. That's his favorite thing to do. And there was a time when he was growing up, he didn't, he says that he, he tells a story how he didn't have money to even catch the bus to go to his auditions. This is Scarface, the biggest gangster that the world has ever known. It's, but it's a lie, just like the Veggie Tales movie. He's not really like shooting guns like that and wearing them suits and he don't really have tigers. He got money now, but he was playing a role, but it's not even his favorite thing to do. He likes to do Shakespearean plays. Now a man that has a love for something that I would consider to be a little bit more feminine has tricked the whole world into thinking that being a gangster is cool. 
All of the rappers, one of the most famous rappers in our town, God bless him, good dude. I've met him a few times. But he named himself Scarface after this, this character. I know dudes that bought Porsches like that. That, that, hey, look, this fueled them to go and sell dope. And the dude wasn't really about that, Danielle. He was just playing a role. But that's the way we are. We're influenced by people who play roles, and the roles are not sustainable. They're not real. And I was caught up myself in it, you know. I got caught up myself in it in my, in my, my early days. But then when I start coming around God, I'm like, man, yeah, this don't make no sense. This ain't real. I'm on a losing team. And it wasn't until after I got saved, after we almost all went to the penitentiary, after I seen all, most all of my people on the TV being arrested, and I started going to my house, open up the manhole in my apartment, trying to get rid of evidence and all kinds of stuff like that because I knew they was coming for me. But I still didn't change because they didn't catch me that time. Yeah. So the fear of going to the penitentiary didn't change me, but the power of Jesus Christ did. Yeah. Yeah. Then after I got saved, after I got saved, I'm like, man, I was taking chances because all it would have took. And I've seen almost everybody got brought down by somebody who got caught and they decided to lessen their punishment by telling on everyone else. All they would have took, and I started thinking about the people that's around me. I'm like, yeah, no, nah, they wouldn't have held it down for me. They would have definitely snitched. <laughs> By the grace of God, I got out of that situation. And never turned. God said, I was sitting at home, I was concerned. God, is it going to come back up? He said, if you don't ever turn your back and go that way, it'll never come back to you. And now here we are almost 29 years later. Ain't never came back. Never came back. Watch this. So again, it's, it's not that it's not that yeah, it's not that uh, that we don't have to, we all have temptations. It's not that. It's not that the Bible says that all of us at one time were caught up in sin. Let's look at this. Let's go to the last verse. No, let's go to verse 21. Look at verse 21. Romans chapter 7, verse 21. We're going to read all the way through. Go over in uh, chapter 8, verse 8, verse 1 and 2. He says, so I find to be a law that when I want to do right, listen to what I'm saying. He says, so I find to be a law, my two brothers, y'all on the right path. Listen to what I'm saying right here. Watch this. I'm, I'm telling you, it wasn't no accident. It wasn't no emotions. Y'all on the right path. But I'm going to show you how Spiritual forces of pimper situation. Watch it. So I find the law then that when I want to do right, evil lies close at hand. Verse 22. For I delight in the law of God in my inner being, but I see in my members another law waging war against the law of my mind and making me, making me captive to the, to the law of sin that dwells in my members. Let's read that one again. But I see in my members another law waging war against the law of my mind and making me captive to the law of sin. Somebody say law of sin. Law of sin. The law of sin that dwells in my members. Wretched man that I am, who will deliver me? Who will save me 
since Superman ain't real and Spider-Man ain't real and none of the other DC comics, I can't really count on them. Whatever, I, don't, I think I, DC comics is Batman. I, I'm gonna gotta twist it up. You don't get the point. They ain't coming. Bruce Wayne ain't coming, he ain't even real. Who will deliver me from this body of death? Thanks be to God through Jesus Christ our Lord. So then I myself serve the law of God with my mind and with my flesh I serve the law of sin. Go over to the next chapter. Verse 1. There is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. Watch this. For the law, somebody say law. law. For the law of the spirit of life has set you free in Christ Jesus from the law of sin and death. Amen. He said that, that there's a law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus, but there's also a law of sin and death. Let's go over to James. I think it's James chapter 1. I got to find it. It's not in my notes. Maybe chapter 2. Gibson find the scripture of uh, lust when it's fully conceived. I think it's verse 18 and 1 of them. You see the 1 in chapter 2, verse 18. Maybe chapter 1. James 1.15. Go James 1.15. Thank you. Right. Watch this. Okay, let's, let's start in verse 12. It says blessed, right? Now understand that the, the word blessed means empowered to succeed. That empowers you to succeed. Blessed. Blessed or empowered to succeed is the man who remains steadfast under trial. For when he has stood the test, he will receive the crown of life, which God has promised to those that love him. Let no one say when he is tempted, I'm being tempted by God. For God cannot tempt us with evil, and he himself tempts no one. But each person is tempted when lured and enticed of his own desire. Let's read it a little bit differently. But each person is tempted when he is lured after watching rap videos and watching TV shows or listening to country songs or whatever it does. Your favorite chick on the TV, your favorite strong muscle-bound man <laughs> at your job. God didn't tempt you. You're lured by your own desire. I want a car like that. I want a woman like that. I want a man like that. I want to live like that. I am tempted when I'm lured. Let no one say when they're tempted, I'm being tempted of God. For God cannot be tempted with evil, and he himself tempts no one. But each person is tempted when they are lured and enticed by their own desire. Then desire, when it has conceived, it gives birth to sin, and sin, when it is fully grown, brings forth death. That's the law of sin and death. The seed of desire, and ain't nothing wrong with, with wanting things. There's nothing wrong with wanting to live nice, ain't nothing wrong with wanting to ride nice, have nice things. There is nothing wrong with that. But when it pushes you to do wrong, to have it, now you got yourself a problem. You understand where I'm coming from? 
So I'm not going to let be or be influenced by somebody who may not may or may not be. I, I'm, I'm telling you, listen, I used to own a record label many years ago, and we made records, went to the studio, put out records, pressed up, I think, 10,000 copies when they were selling CDs. You know, pressing no copies no more. We just put it on Spotify and these on uh, uh, iTunes and these type of situations like that. But I'm telling you, we spent money. Studio time was expensive. It ain't, you don't do it on your phone back then. I got to have reels. Them reels are like $200 a piece to put the music on. We go in the studio, it's $75, $100 an hour in that studio. I got to buy food for everybody, right? I got to buy food for everybody inside of the place. You know, you know they stay in there 24 hours. Record something, we're trying to get the album made. I got to press up the stuff. I got to pay for somebody to meet some master. We got to do all of that stuff. And so during my time having that experience, there would be dudes that had hits. Do you hear me? Bonafide hits. Some of them gold and platinum hits. Walking down the street with no car. Now in the video, big gold chains and nice whips. But truth be told, they ain't had no bread. You say, well, that's not the case right now. The rappers, they got a lot of money. Yeah, let's count them. When we get 25 of them got money, but how many rappers is it? There is supposedly 250,000 songs a day released. Wow. And we got 10 people, 15, 20 people talking about they got money. 250,000 songs a day. I'm just, I'm just talking about in the realm of hip hop. That's a lot of music, man. Yeah. So we got a whole lot of people, but everybody ain't having like that. Or, but when you watch the song, you make it think, and ain't nothing wrong with thinking it can be you. But if you know you can't do what they're doing, and the desire can go so strong, you say, well, I can't win like that, but I can win the other way. I'm going to put this mask on, and COVID ain't even around no more. And I'm going to roll up on somebody and tell them to get out of their vehicle. So I can take it and sell it and I can buy some of the stuff that I see the other people have. Because that's what happened. Lust, desire, sin, death. Well, what do death look like? Everybody don't got to get killed, but I don't want to go to the penitentiary. I don't even like to be locked out of my car. <laughs> I tell people all the time, if somebody else driving, they got my keys. You got keys, you got keys, you got keys. I'm always touching my pocket because I want to make sure I got my keys. How many of y'all like, don't, don't like to be locked out of your car? I mean, you hate it when you get locked out the car. Because you got to call somebody, or you got to be in there with the, with the coat hanging. And don't, don't, don't be a time when you got you late. And don't be that your wife or your husband locked the keys in the car. Because it's the argument. How could you do that? Why you can't keep up with the keys? This is it. So, so imagine you, you know, you done took the bait and done something that gets you locked up. Can't blame it on you people then. Right? So, so we can't be playing around with sin. We have to take sin serious. What time is it? 11.35? I'm going to go a little bit further and then we're going to stop for the morning. I'm going to say this to y'all. You can't also allow what somebody else is doing right, to, to to affect what you know you're supposed to do. That's called peer pressure, right? And peer pressure is something that happens in school, or it's just supposed to only happen in school. It don't even supposed to happen in school. But it happens with adults. 
I can't have you putting pressure on me when I know I'm supposed to do the right thing. I know how I'm supposed to conduct myself as a Christian. But just because I know you, just because you're my friend, because I, I don't want you to think some type of way. I mean, matter of fact, I have never understood what it was. And I'm not trying to get on nobody, but I never understood what it was when people was like, you know, uh, I, I, uh, people make me ashamed or I feel, you know, make me feel some type of way. Nah, you know, you know for what? For what? Because none of y'all ain't died for me. None of y'all. None of y'all ain't died for me. Jesus, the only one died for me. You're not paying my bills. You won't even buy lunch when we go sit down and eat. So then I'm going to cater myself to you? No. no I'm not going to do that. Now, I don't have to be throw water on their stupid fire, but I don't have to, you know what I'm saying? I don't have to laugh at your jokes and stuff. I can tell you, man, you, I, I don't even have to jump real spiritually. Man, that ain't cool. Man, I don't care about that. I didn't jump real spiritually. I just did the right thing, didn't I? Right? And so for me, uh, listen, we all going to do this here on Sunday, and this like this is going to be like this, and this is going to be going on. Well, man, look, now I'm committed to, to God, and I'm, I'm, I, I go to church on Sunday. Some of y'all won't tell people that. But, but what you don't know about the people that you're talking to, everybody got problems. Yep. And most of the time, they think about God, too. And you could be the one to push them over. You could be the one to push them over. You could be the one that they're waiting on to invite them to come to church. Yep. You could be the one. And they just jump up and say, man, y'all go. But if you're scared... Because let me tell you something, ain't nothing like a person, we, we, these, we, we look down on people who, uh, who, who get bold only when they, they big brother show up. Yeah. Your big brother show up, now you all up in there, now what you gonna do? <laughs> we, we don't wanna mess with people like that, but some of us are like that with God. The only time we get bold is when we got some other Christians around. Yeah. Other than that, straight towel action. Yeah. For what? I'm like this in here, I'm like this out there, everywhere I go, I'm like this, I'm free like this. Yeah. I done told you, I done been in environments, I got friends, I, I met with one of my friends this week, who owns a record label, if I told you who, if I start telling who, and you'll know who it is, but he's huge, yeah. and worldwide known, and we went and had lunch this week, good friend, and, and I believe the Lord introduced me to him, so uh, I, can, I can win him over, and we, great friendship, I trust him more than some Christian brothers I know. But when I, I remember times being in his office, and you had these people walk in, and they, you know, they, they start saying stuff, this, that, and the other, and, 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 and I'm just like Jesus. When Jesus was in Matthew's house, he started talking, and everybody started listening because he had something to say. So I said, man, there might be 15 dudes in the room. And I, was, and they, I don't start it. They started. They started saying this, that, and the other, asking me what I think. Then I started talking about it. This, 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 and this. And before I know it, every time they come around, they bring their friends to come hear me talk. They had a, 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 a DJ Screw Festival. I don't think they've done it the last couple of years because of COVID. But the, the guy who started the festival is a good friend of mine, Asian guy who used to own a CD manufacturing plant. And I, somebody took me to his office, and I met him at a time when he was going through something in his marriage. And so I, we, you know, we chopped it up. We talked this, this, and this. And he, after he heard me talk, he like, dude, you ain't like the rest of them people. You talk about God, but you regular dude. So they invited me. 
They invited me to come pray at the festival. 4,500 people, secondly rap concert in the city, in the city of Houston. All the Houston rappers there, and I'm on the stage praying in front of the people. Yeah. How do that happen? Because I'm not scared. So then after I, after I prayed and I hopped off the stage, immediately when I started praying, everybody lifted up their hands. I'm like, they all know how it go. Yeah. That let me know there's a bunch of compromise in the room. Yeah. And so when I got down off the stage and I walked through the middle of the crowd, every step I took, somebody touched me. Yeah. They wanted to touch me. Because I was the one dude in their environment that stood up for God. I didn't condemn nobody, but I just am who I am. Yeah. I understand, and, I, and maybe it's because of what I come out of, I understand that you honor people who get down for you. Right. And there's nobody in the world that got down for you more than Jesus. That's right. Because before you were even born, he sacrificed his life. Yeah. So that you, can, you don't have to go to hell and you can go to hell. Yeah. So my highest respect and number one honor is always going to go to Jesus. I don't care. I done had conversations with people talking about this person can give you a bunch of money for your ministry, this, 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 and this. Blah, 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 blah. Just listen to what they say. Oh, no, you're talking crazy. I don't care how much money you got. I'm not going to disagree with what the books say. Right. That's me. Uh, listen, God ain't going to never let me go hungry. And he's done too much for me for me to sell myself out to you. I, I like black. I like black. But I don't like black short skirts. Not for me. Right? I like shoes, but I don't, I don't wear... High heels. I, I even got a piercing in my ear from some time back. You know, and, and maybe sometime I'll wear an earring later on. Maybe so. But it won't be no big hoop ones and I don't wear a lipstick. So what I'm saying is I don't make myself a prostitute for nobody. I don't make myself a prostitute for nobody. I don't care what you got, what you selling, what you say you can do for me. There's one person that's done something for me that you could never do for me. And I never turn my back on. Is that what you would say this morning? Do you understand? Do you recognize that Jesus Christ has done things for you that no other person can ever do for you in the world? Yeah. He's done things for you that he's made a way. The Bible says the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has set you free. From the law of sin, meaning that the bondage that you didn't have no control over of sin, Jesus came and set you free and gave you the power not, not to do the things that you felt like you were stuck doing before. Jesus gave you the power to do that. So I'll ask you today, if you're here with me right now, everybody stand on your feet. I'll ask you today, if you're here, and this morning you would say, man, I can connect with it. I feel that. That's, that's, I feel that's real. Jesus has done something for me that nobody else can do for me. And I do owe. I do owe. Now, we, just, we, we talked about some very simple things this morning. There is things that, that on this last number four that we're going to go over that's going to show you, man, look, he didn't gave you power beyond what you can ever believe. He's made a pathway. He's given you training, information, resources to take you to where 
you, you want to go or where he, he wants you to go. We're going to go over that. Put that slide up one more time. I want to show him that. In point number four, we'll go over next week having a form of godliness, but denying the power. He's giving you power. And it's one of the benefits that he gives to his people. Everybody don't got the power, but he gives it to his people. You just don't know it. But before you get the power, look at that. Right? You don't have to have the money, but you got to get the Jesus. You get the, first you get the Jesus. Let's redo that thing. First you get the Jesus. Then you get the power. And then your life is full of blessings. Oh, man, that's about to make a shirt with Scarface picture on it. That's a shirt, huh? Yeah, that's it. Get the Scarface picture right here. First you get the Jesus, then you get the power, and then you get the blessing. Write that down. I got to make a shirt. I'm going to find that picture and go make a shirt with that on. First you get the Jesus, then you get the power, and then you get the blessing. Yeah, I like that. So this morning, if you're here, number one thing you got to do is get the Jesus. You have to accept and acknowledge that he is the savior of the world. But before you do that, you got to believe that. Yeah. And it's not a far jump for a lot of people to believe that. A lot of times, a lot of times we know it. Why do we know it? Because in moments we'll have this peace and we know that it can only come from God. Even sometimes people haven't even really talked to us about God. We have this peace. We know that only God can give you peace like that. So you have to accept it. And then after you accept it, then you learn. The Bible says that he gave, Ephesians chapter 4 says he gave gifts to men. Right? I'm not just talking about spirits. He's giving us anointings. He's giving you the power, blessings to succeed in certain areas. To overcome situations that other people may not overcome. But he's giving you the power to do that. But you got to take them serious. He's giving you the power to break away from that gravitational pull of people who don't want to see you excel. He's giving you the power to do that. So all over the room, heads bowed and eyes closed, eyes closed, I want to ask you today. If you would say, I want that power, I want to make that connection with Jesus. I want to make Jesus Lord of my life. Now if you already did it, and you don't have to do it over and over, but if you say, man, I did it before, but I ain't been living like that. I ain't been acting like that. Either one of those two, I want you to raise your hand. Now, listen, let me tell you, this is a safe environment. Everybody's going to do nothing but be happy for you. Nobody's going to look at you strange, look at you weird, because there's only two kinds of people in the room. People that are doing it right now are people that have already done it. So if you would say, that's me this morning, just raise up your hand right where you are. Right where you are. Anybody need to do that this morning? All right. I see one hand back there. Anybody else? Anybody else? All right, so let's all pray with them. Let's all pray with them right now. Say this with me. Say, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. You are the only one that could do what you did. And there are very few willing, according to the Bible, that would even think about doing what you did. I thank you for dying on the cross for me. Going through everything that you went through. For me. Before I was even born. 
I need you. And I accept you into my life as my Lord and my Savior. Wash all my sins away. Help me to change. And be the person that you want me to be. I believe, based on my confession of faith, I'm saved. I have a home where you are to live out eternity. In Jesus' name. Give him a hand clap. Listen, I'm done preaching. The guys come, we're going to get ready. Well, let's, let's go over and receive the offering. I'm going to take I see them flush out like that. Run out the run out before you get in the But listen, this is real. This is, this is real situation. This is real life. One day Jesus is going to come back. One day Jesus is going to come back. And if you going at that point, that's when you want to jump and stand behind him. That's when you want to let people know that you're on his team. When he comes back, he's going to take that. Are you willing to represent him before you see him? You have to be willing to represent him before you see him. We don't wait till he comes back or there's an army of folks standing all around you. I tell people all the time, whenever you leave away from us, you never left away from us. We're with you wherever you go. Your church family is with you wherever you go. You represent us wherever you go. So if you find yourself in an environment, an ungodly environment, don't feel like it's just me and it's more of them. No. All of us are there with you and Jesus is there with you. Right. Yeah. We all with you. That's the thing about an organism. An organism is connected together. That's why it's the body of Christ. We all connected together. You ain't nothing by yourself. And more than likely, in the moments, God has put you on somebody's heart to say a prayer for you. Well, you don't even know it. They might not even know you need it anymore. But we all connected together. We just want big Jesus gang. That's what it is. We're not going to let the second gang out to us. We got to be the coldest gang of gangs. That's what we got to be, right? One big Jesus gang. This is the way you gotta leave it. Listen, I don't have no, I don't have no other girlfriend except Pastor Lord. She's my wife and she's my girlfriend. She's my side chick. She all of that. She all of that for me. And I'll tell you what else, I don't got no boyfriends either. <laughs> some, of these, some of these preachers down low. Now they got that. I'm not perfect, but I'm serious. That's what God is looking for. Jesus is looking for you to be serious. You don't have to be perfect. But you can be serious. If you're serious enough, it'll take you and keep pushing you closer to perfection. But it's how we live. This is how we live every day. We're never ashamed of Jesus. We're not ashamed of the gospel. Because according to the book, the book says at the end we win. Matter of fact, I win all the time by the power of the book. So, so this is, we learn how to live like this. Part of us living like this is part of us making a commitment to our giving. What does giving do? Giving allows us to continue to do what we're doing, buy video equipment, have a place for us to come and meet. We need to hear the word. The Bible says that faith comes by hearing, right? And we get everything from God by faith. So it's important that we have a place. It's important that we be able to administrate it. And a lot goes into this. 
there are several meetings that go on over the course of a month, sometimes several meetings over the course of a week, to be able to provide an environment so that people can come here to be encouraged, to be uplifted, to be empowered, to be enlightened, to be delivered. We make sacrifices to aid God right. in, in, in people coming and being able to have a life change. And so the giving is, is important. That's the way God does it. Now, if you don't give, is the church going to close down? Heck no. But it does make it easier for us to not have to lift the call by ourselves. If you help us lift your life alone. And, and, and giving number one is not about the church, it's about obedience to God. The Bible says bring the tithes into the life. The Bible tells us to give offerings over and above as we gave. So I always want to celebrate y'all and applaud y'all for doing, uh, for giving, you know, for our church size. At this time, we're, 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 we do great. We do great. There's no, you can't complain about it. When a person do what they're supposed to do, now if you know you ain't doing what you're supposed to do, that's another story. That means everybody else know you're trying to lift the call. And you stand back there watching, come out of the ball here. Now you should help. And the Bible says that for that help, he that hath pity on the poor, the Bible says, God, they lend it to the Lord. He says, Give, and it shall be given you. Good measure, pressed out, shaken together. Run them. Then he calls me to give to you. Bring the top of the squads, they open the windows of heaven, and pour your blessing on them and peace. It's a lifestyle. Every piece of our life, every piece of my life, I told you it's a hundred bucks or a hundred thousand. God's going to get his money. Yeah. Because he's the only one that I can go to when I ain't got no but if I've done right by him, I can always go back and say, Dad, I'm faithful when I got it. I need you right now. Amen? Amen. Wait, now if you, if you haven't, uh, thank y'all, Junior Usher. If you haven't, if you didn't bring uh, cash or whatever, check whatever with you, you can also you can do it with that expensive device that you got in the pocket. <laughs> so you can text the letters cross CC. To the number uh, 77977. And then the senior takes back. And I forgot. I'm supposed to let them take up the offer. I forgot with him last week. He had to get me a sign. Because I just do it all the time. Repetition, easy, pleasure, off the I got to have it doing I don't want to do it, I got to have it doing So next week. So again, you can send the text. To 77977, and then send the link back if you can give. Let's pray. Let's come on. Right. Lord, we thank you right now. We thank you right now for giving to us so that we can give forth to that to continue the ministry. We thank you for that. And Lord, your word says when we give, it shall be given to us. Good measure, pressed out. Take me up, run over, tell you, follow me, and give us a book. And so, Lord, we're not limited to what may be going on around us whether our friends are having financial increase or not because we don't know our friends are giving. So we don't receive gravitational pull that goes out outside of the parameters of Scripture. We believe what you say, not how we feel. And so we thank you, Lord, that as we've given, that increase is made available to us. New jobs are made available to us. Business success is made available to, to us. New accounts are made available to us. Homes, new homes are made available to us. New vehicles are made available to us. Food in our refrigerator and our pantry 
is made available to us. Because we have given it. And your word says that the word cannot be broken. So we receive it and we walk it out by faith. Every good thing that you have for us in Jesus' name. Alright, so last thing we got this morning, we're going to do communion really quickly, and we'll be wrapped. You know, I have a, I, because, and you guys can go ahead and start passing out, because I have chose to believe God beyond my circumstances, I get to do a lot of fun things. I get to do a lot of fun things. And so, uh, as I talked about before, one of the things before that I have been able to do, I've made two movies. And one of them was on Netflix in the year 2012. The other one I licensed over in South Africa and London. Didn't have to go over there and make it happen, but we did it. So I'm from Mount D. Well out. Right? I didn't, take, I didn't even do uh, theater in high school. I didn't take no classes on how to be a director or producer, but we made two movies. Had rented out the movie theater, we did a premiere, and had red carpet in the whole nine yards, packed. Did it. Made some money selling movies. And so one of my one of the first films that we, we did that we are working on recoloring and turning it widescreen uh, and re-releasing it. Right? So I get a chance to work on that. I get a chance to talk to people about that. And I have another film that I wrote. Uh, some years ago that I'm working on now and get produced. And this, this, the budget for this film is about 50 million. About 50 million. You say, man, if you're talking about 50 million dollars, and it's probably, how many people here today, man? Yeah, there's 37 people in here right now. We just came out of COVID, but you're talking about 50 million dollars? Boom, it's money. And you got 50 million for home? Not right now? Yeah. 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 Right? And so, but I had, to, I had to walk out this process of this thinking of this gravitational pull. So I love everybody. And I'm going to keep loving everybody. But if they, if it's their problem if they want to accept me going to another level. Yeah. I'm going to still love y'all. But you got to accept me that I can't preach it for me to preach it to you and not live it. That make me a hypocrite. If it's in my heart, I got to pursue it. So, so listen, you don't let outside circumstances who is around you, right? Because it's about three things, right? What three things is it about? Faith, your obedience, your efforts. Faith, obedience, efforts. Who's faith? Your faith. Who's your, obedience? your obedience and your efforts. It's about your faith, it's about your obedience, and it's about your effort. Your faith, your obedience, and your effort. I experience, I'm not even, if, if I live by the natural, I'm not even supposed to be able to be here right now. Yeah. You got my, I'm not even supposed to be here right now if I look at natural conditions, but not only am I being here, I'm helping the place be here. 
How does that happen? Because I believe what he said. And I'm still learning to believe what he said. If you believe what he said, it'll change your life. How many lives in the room, because they've decided to start walking in the direction of believing what he said, you are seeing, not hoping, but you're seeing life change. Right? Oh, and it changed when you start trusting, start believing. He told uh, Adam, they told him when God came to them in the garden, he said, we were naked. And the Lord said, who told you that? Somebody had to tell you, give you this information for you to stop believing in the direction of an experience of what I already set you up to experience. Yeah. Somebody had to put this on you for you to think that you, you were less than. Because right. that's what the devil told him. He said, you're less than. You can be like God, but they already were. They had everything that God uh, could give to them, they had access to it. And he came and talked them out of it. Don't let people talk you out of it. The Bible says when we take communion, that uh, you don't have to be part of our church, but you need to be saved. And I'm going to do that again before we do it. He said that this is body that was broken for us. This is what this bread represents. And the cup of juice represents his blood that was poured out. So every time we do this, we do this in remembrance of what he went through for you. Right? Number one, to, to, to have him be saved. And number two, to walk in the power that he, he, he talked about in 1 Corinthians 12, 13, and 14. Yeah. So when we take this bread and we we break it. Right? It's as simple as if, if you haven't done this already. All you have to do is say, Lord Jesus, say to him, say, Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus, be the Lord of my life. I accept you as my Lord and my Savior. I believe you died and you rose. Again in three days. Forgive me of my sins. If you if you already did that, and if you've been, you didn't ask my first call, and you've been tripping, you ain't been acting right, all you have to do is say, Lord Jesus, forgive me for sinning. I apologize sincerely. I apologize sincerely. And I'm going to change direction. I'm going to change direction. Now you can take the bread. The Bible says that they poked him in his side. And when they poked him in the side with the spear, and also they, they uh, put railroad spikes in his hand, it says that his blood was poured out for us. And that's what this represents, the Naru blood, the juice. We ain't like that over here. <laughs> right? You didn't take it. You go to some place and they tell you, we got this sacred blood. Get out of here. Listen, I want to leave you with this as we go. I want you to be encouraged that this is a lifestyle that you, you live every day. Everywhere you go, you represent Jesus. Yeah. If you his people. Right? If you his people, and next week is a very important week because we're going to talk about some tools that he's given us to anchor us and uh, to keep us in, the, in, in that flow and, and uh, keep our peace, keep connected with the power. Very important week. Uh, so be here. Uh, be here for that. Wednesday is ladies' night, right? Wednesday is ladies' night. So they have a uh, women's Bible study. Across the street in the Fat Floyd's building. Uh, we are not having an annual meeting today. We push it back to April 3rd. So, April 3rd, uh, voting members need to be here for that. Good news going on. I got some other information I'll release to y'all. But other than that, if there's not anything else, Lori Gibson, 